This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 916. The IELTS Speaking Examiner thinks you're smart. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. You may be smart working and not even know it. Find out today how to use this brand spanking new vocabulary. We also share the multiple other uses in English for the word smart and how you can use them to impress the IELTS examiner. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Aubrey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> there was like a pause there. I think you were wondering if I, I would because, welcome you. <laughs> because I really wanted to like find a find the perfect question to get you to talk about Ooh. huckleberry picking with your family because <laughs> I find all of your family activities so delightful um and like cinematic. You guys like are from a movie how amazing your family is. But so, it would have been strange to just say, so are you going huckleberry picking with your family? Like, exactly. <laughs> That's random. why I paused. I'm like, I can't think of a natural way to get her to answer huckleberry so picking. Um, yes. So tell, uh, <laughs> tell our students, please, what is, what's huckleberry picking and why does it matter? <laughs> yes, I'm going to tell you guys because this is, I think, pretty rare. But just to let you know, we have so much good information today. We had a student ask us about smart working, which is a very rare and new, not rare, but new concept. So we're going to give you guys lots of information and also how you can talk about things that are smart on the IELTS exam. But first, huckleberry picking in the in Idaho. I'm not sure where else, maybe elsewhere in the northwest of the United States, but in Idaho in the mountains, huckleberries grow. Maybe you guys have heard of the book Huck Finn, um, Huckleberry Finn, right? But mm -hmm. huckleberries are big here. They make pies and they're just a delicious little fruit. It kind of looks like a very small blueberry, but a little ah. bit darker. And you just go up in the mountains and they're everywhere and you pick them. <laughs> I never realized how unique it was because growing up, we went every summer and we would go and just pick berries in the mountains all day. And then I left Idaho and realized this is not a thing elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I love like I love the stories of just all the outside adventures that you had growing up and that you're even having now with your family. It's very much like 
um, it, it's all offline, which I love, which is like, we need to develop more of that. And that's very much the opposite of what we're talking about today, because what we're right. talking about today is um, really how technology is kind of invaded um, and for, for good or for ill. Um, most of uh, the parts of our lives, especially our professional lives and on the IELTS exam, guys, of course, you are often asked about your job or your work in speaking part one. So we have a very specific vocabulary question about work from a student, and we're going to talk about some different definitions, how we can use the word smart, and also this idea of like, can we use a word that's too new that, you know, what if the examiner doesn't even know this word? So let's get into it. Um, what is the question that got us thinking today, Aubrey? Yeah, so a student asked, can I say I am smart working? And to be honest, I had never heard that before. And I almost said, no, that's not, we don't say that. But then I Googled it and there are um, some articles pretty new from, you know, even um, one on Forbes.com. So it's definitely, you know, a big um, publication talking about smart working. And so I was reading up about it a little bit, and it basically just means increasing productivity by using the latest technology. Ah. And yeah, but you know, it's not in the dictionary. It's not even in urban dictionary where you can sometimes check and find like new slang. It's not even there yet. It's that new. It's that new. And that's saying something, guys. Because usually, if you can't find a word in the dictionary, but you are certain that it is a word, the reason is usually because it's like slang, right? It's not an accepted, you know, part of the language yet, even though people still say it. So in that case... You can go to UrbanDictionary.com and you could find it there. And there's example sentences and, you know, um, like user sourced definitions. It's kind of like a Wikipedia for slang. Um, so that's an awesome place. And if it's not there, I would question <laughs> if like, if this is too new, should I even use it on the exam? So guys, speaking as an examiner, um, we, we're not going to know a hundred percent of you know, all the words. Like we don't know all the words, guys, especially if it's something this new, right? So I would say, yeah, go ahead and use it. But if you think it is too new, then define it. Okay. It's not going to seem condescending. It's fine. In fact, it does show fluency because you are able to clarify your own ideas in that way, which is a skill, right? That examiners would listen for. So definitely use it. And if you're not sure if the examiner looks puzzled, <laughs> then go ahead and define it. Um, so how, how, how else do we use this smart, right? Smart has become synonymous with technology, like linking technology to other things. And we use it a lot as part of phrases, right? Yes, you're going to hear it a lot. Um, when I first started teaching in the Bronx, when I was completing my master's degree, for the first time, I had access to a smart board. When I, you know, when I first started teaching 20 years ago, we had like a chalkboard or maybe a whiteboard yeah. with markers. And that was it. There was no technology available to me in the classroom. And that has really evolved over time. And now teachers have smart boards, which you can link with technology and it, it gives you um, access to the internet and just to, um, you can have students on their cell phones using an app and interacting a lot more with technology. And it's opened up a whole new world for teachers. For sure. And 
as with all of this technology, um, and it, this may be true with smart wor- smart working as well, I wonder if like on the surface, yes, it is meant to increase productivity and efficiency, but because we're adding so many options and possibilities, it actually like sucks up more time, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to figure out that smart board. That took some yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> and like try to find ways to use it when really, right. you know, just like just talking may accomplish the same thing right. instead of spending. Spending 10 minutes making sure everyone is on the same app and everyone is on the same link or whatever. Um, so I'm not sure. You know, it could go either way. So, yeah, smart boards. Aubrey and I have um, been teaching long enough. We remember what it was like to just have students and books and whiteboards, right? That Without was all yep. of this technology. <laughs> um, so it's definitely more fun these days. There are more options. We can teach online. So smart boards, that's a thing. But also smart TV smartwatches, smartphones. I mean, these are all accepted parts of the language, right? We say these phrases all the time. Um, Even smart cars. What's a smart car? Yeah. So um, my car actually could be considered a smart car because I can plug my phone into it. It pulls up GPS. It has um, Apple CarPlay. So basically, my the dash becomes my phone and I can answer phones and texts and I can play music through Amazon Music. And it's just a very smart car. And <laughs> it also can it has like lane assist where it keeps me in my lane and I it will... That. It like reads, it has all these cameras, and so it'll stop before the car in front of me stops. Just it can read. And my husband actually has a Tesla, which is definitely a smart car. It's fully electric, has all the bells and whistles. It um, has autopilot, so it can basically drive you to wherever you need to go. It's kind of nuts. So, yeah, these smart cars are smarter than me. <laughs> I definitely need um, some of that assistance in my own driving um, abilities. I love that idiom you use, though, all the bells and whistles. So this is great when we're talking about new technology, right? Or like getting the latest updates, the latest device. Whatever is the newest thing is going to have like the most up-to-date features, so many options, right? Like five ways to accomplish one goal. And when we're talking about stuff like that, Cars, phones, whatever, TVs, you could say it has all the bells and whistles, just meaning it has all the features that you could want. Um, okay. So if guys, you are saying a term and you think like this might be industry specific because you're discussing your job in IELTS speaking part one or anywhere on the speaking test. If you think, uh, oh, this is too industry specific, the examiner might not know this, like using an acronym, for example, in our business course, we teach tons of acronyms and some of them were new to us even. Um, but these are things that in certain industries you're, are going to be natural to you. But if you say something like that, Make sure you define it. So, for example, you could say, um, I have been trying to employ more smart working into my schedule, which, okay, this may be a new term for you. I'm a tech geek, and we say this a lot right now. It means blah, blah, blah. So just give context to the word, say why you know it, and give a definition. So smart. Okay. Lots of technology, new features, right? That's one yes. way we use smart. What's another way we could use that word smart? Yeah, we use it a lot, um, actually. And there's so many different meanings. We'll say if someone looks smart, you would say they look sharp, like they're dressed up a little bit nicer. You know, there's a fun idiom where you say, oh, you clean up really well. 
<laughs> you clean up good, right? It means like, oh, you've dressed up a little bit nicer. Maybe you're going out. You could say they look smart. They're Maybe they're wearing a nice suit or they've done their hair really well. Um, yeah. And so it's funny because you don't directly mean you look intelligent. You mean right. you look sharp. You look polished. You look really nice. Yeah, exactly. So it just means like, yeah, you're you're dressed up. You're cleaned up, right? A little yeah. bit formal. So guys, yep. that vocabulary is useful, mostly for speaking part one, I would say, because you are asked questions about fashion and clothes and shopping and dressing up and wearing formal clothes. All those topics are possible in speaking part one. So instead of looking nice, because, oh, nice, take that word out of your vocabulary, you guys. Yes. It is like one of the most overused adjectives, definitely band six. So instead of look nice, say look smart or look sharp. Um, there's another really funny way we use this, guys, which I... I'm pretty sure like 99.9% of you guys don't know this. If we say something smarts, it means it caused a sharp pain. So, for example, um, my son had to go get a uh, a tetanus shot the other day because he like stubbed his toe on like a rusty piece of metal when we were hiking. So he had to go get a tetanus shot and a shot. That's the perfect, you know, epitome of yes. something that smarts. So it's just a quick, sharp pain, right? It's not like a duration, not like a chronic pain usually. Usually exactly. it's like a quicker like, oh, that's smarts. <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely an, an expression to say that smarts. You couldn't say, I slammed my hand in the door and it smarted. We don't say it that way. You don't use it as a regular verb. It's yeah. just an expression when something has a sharp pain and you'll say, ah, that smarts. But you could use it on speaking part one. If, you know, if it were to come up that you're describing like a recent injury, something that hurted, you say, totally. and I said, that smarts, right? I was going to say, yeah, that's perfect. And also um, in speaking part two, because I'm always giving students this advice in speaking part two to like try to quote somebody or quote yourself yes. when you're telling a story. Story, right? And this is a great example of that. You're telling a story and say like you stubbed your toe. You know, it's like the story of how accident prone or clumsy you could be because I know I'm super clumsy. Um, then like act it out, right? So you could say, so I stubbed my toe all of a sudden and I was like, oh, that's smarts. And it just yes. it changes your pronunciation <laughs> and it really puts some expression in your voice. So definitely, guys, if you have a chance, to use that phrase, use it. So just real fast, guys, before we finish up today, we want to give you just the three-step process to check. If you're not sure, like this student, and you don't have access to us in the Facebook group 24-7, um, then just check, guys. So your first stop is always the dictionary. Just go to dictionary.com, look up a word. If it's not there, maybe it's slang. Maybe it's not in the proper dictionary yet. In that case, second step, go to urbandictionary.com. And if you want to really deep dive and you're like, okay, where does this idiom come from? Where does this word come from? Um, I love this website, edamonline.com. It tells you the origins of most of the words and phrases and idioms that we say in English. So awesome website. And we'll link to all of those on the blog. Um, that last one, especially, it's, it's spelled E-T-Y-M online. But I'll have links to all of those um, on the blog. So be sure to come check it out. This is episode 916. We'll have these uh, all this vocabulary and example phrases. So come in and check it out. Awesome. And while you're online, guys, on your smart computers, okay, we don't actually say that, but that's true. They're, they're smart <laughs> without calling them smart, right? I know. It's like TVs used to be stupid. Now they're smart. Computers were always smart. <laughs> I know. 
my son loves to joke about, you know, like the opposite of whatever smart watches, smartphones. He's like, oh, dumb phones, dumb watches. <laughs> um, so, yes. guys, while you are online, maybe on your smartphone, there we go, go to allearsenglish.com slash score. Find out what you would get if you took IELTS right now. Super short quiz, guys. We give you your estimated IELTS band score. This is the only place you could get this online. The only place, five minutes, get your IELTS score, okay? And then you get free resources as well. So go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. All right, Aubrey, um, I know the students can't see us, but I'm just going to tell everyone that we look really smart today. We're looking yeah. sharp. and um, <laughs> I hope that's true for you. It is not true for me. I'm still in my pajamas, so I'm not looking very Yay. smart. <laughs> smart pajamas. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the show today. And uh, Aubrey, I'll see you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.